looking at the world through a keyhole. You've spent your life trying to widen it. Your work saved the lives of thousands. What if I told you that reality is one of many? fairy tales about chakras or energy or the power of belief. You wonder what I see in your future? Possibility. Good evening and welcome once again to Hollywood RX. The doctors are in. On duty, as always, is my esteemed colleague, Dr. D, and I would be Dr. G. And tonight we're joined by Doctor Strange, <laughs> the new comic book spectacle from Marvel Studios. Oh my goodness, I did not see that coming. Yes. Well played, sir. Well played. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch, I'm not even going to pr- try to pronounce his name. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, 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 I can do it. I can Rachel McAdams, Benedict yes. Long, and my man Mads Mickelson. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Chiwetel Ejiofor was the name Chiwetel. you were. Chiwetel. Okay, yes, thank you. Yes. Um, okay, so now, how long ago did you see it, and uh, what stayed with you since? I think I probably saw it the weekend it opened, so that might be okay. two weeks ago, or it might be one week ago. It feels it was like. One week. It feels like a thousand years ago, considering everything that's happened in my life and in America in the last week. So, um, oh, I thought you were going to say because of time slowing down from <laughs> stuff he was doing. Oh, yes, that too. I've been caught in a, a time loop. Yes, he's been caught been... in a loop playing over, <laughs> over again. Um, just on the off chance nobody that nobody listening here has seen the movie yet. Just a little quick, uh, quick summary, based on the comic book that was started, I believe, in the early '60s or or very late '50s by Marvel Comics, uh, about a brilliant surgeon whose hands are irreparably crippled in an accident, and he learns the mystical, spiritual, and magical ways of the ancients. And becomes imbued with, what do you call it? Magic superpowers? I don't know. It's 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 like a conjuring of energy and forces that are out there among us. Uh, uh, true. I don't know what to call it. Ma- you know, magic is as close as you would get to it, and that's part of what I did kind of like about about um, this movie. This is not to say I did. You asked me when I had seen it and what stayed with me, and. And I was I'm, just trying to get the conversation going. No, I understand. I didn't, we don't I didn't need actually it answer. <laughs> you fucker. I took care of it. Took too <laughs> That's long. true. Okay. That's true. I loved that idea that, um, if I understood it correctly, that you're sort of drawing energy or essence or power or something from a parallel universe. Correct. And that's then enabling you to do things that in this world don't follow the laws of our natural, the natural laws. And I absolutely loved that idea, um, just as an idea independent of the story that was around it. Um, I found that very exciting and possibly more exciting than what I was seeing, how I was seeing it utilized. Now, you're not a big comic book guy, and neither am I. Um, I don't think you are. No, but I did have a a Marvel period 
growing up as a kid. Okay, and and so do you have? Did you have a connection to this character? No, I, I you know, <laughs> when I was a kid, it was a little too strange for me. Um, okay, I couldn't quite get. I don't know. It was like magic and fractals and Alistair Crowley and just, it, I don't know. It was, it was just bizarre when I was 10, 12, whatever. Right. It was almost a little too, I mean, was it, was it kind of like a psychedelic type thing? Yes, it was. And, okay. and I was very curious about how that was going, how that world was going to be, uh, fleshed out. Pardon the pun. Right. Um, and uh, and I have to say, I was. It went beyond my expectations. I thought it was that that the 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 evocation of those dimensions, that other place <laughs> he goes to, the multiverse. Right, right. Um, I thought it was without question the most truly psychedelic experience I've ever had in a movie. And I'm someone who seeks that shit out. So this is actually saying something. Oh, wow. That's interesting. And I I would say that in that category, it certainly beat 2001 hands down. Well, yes, (laughs) except I would say that I don't know to what extent, um, I don't know to what extent Kubrick was being, uh, Genuine in wanting to conjure a psychedelic experience no. more than I think he was just sort of masturbating, co-opting from what was going on at the time in the culture. Okay. Whereas this movie, I think this it's clearly made to be this immersive, disorienting, yes, oh. trippy thing. Like that is its purpose. Did you in fact end up seeing it in 3D? Yes. Okay, behind the scenes, people. I saw it in 2D, and for the first time ever, I went... Usually I see a, t- a 2D movie that's supposed to be 3D, and I go, I go, thank God I saved my money. I didn't watch the feather float through the air, you know, whatever. You know, you right, could, right, 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 I right. never, when I was watching this, sort of went, oh, this is the 3D shot, or that's the 3D shot. But afterwards, I went, oh, my God, the reason I didn't notice it is because it was so seamlessly done and so all-encompassing. I said... I should have seen this in 3D. There's no way I'm going to it's, see it twice, but I w- immediately sent out an alert to you to get to it in 3D if you. It's it's, it's the same feeling I had with um, with Hugo. Oh, was that it was that it wasn't made the 3Dness wasn't made a spectacle, like it wasn't sh- it wasn't doing things. It wasn't tacked on. It wasn't tacked on. Um, it wasn't doing it just for the sake of exploiting the space, but it was giving you a more realistic perspective for everything going on. And it yeah. made great use of, of depth of frame and spacing things out. Although there were a couple of shots to me where it kind of had that look like that lens they put on that makes thing like makes a certain focal plane look like toys. Yes, yes, yes. There were one or two shots of just people standing around. Uh-huh. With expansive enough of a background that yes. it was, uh, I get it was you. a little. I get yeah. you. It also sounds like the the three the three D ness. How do I put this? That the story itself and the three D ness were actually sort of were interlocked 
as as opposed to it being this sort of extra sort of spectacle that you're tacking on, that it is sort of um, in the in the DNA of the story. Yes, in fact, I would I would almost go organic, so far as to organic, say, <clears throat> organic. Yeah, I would almost go so far as to say that uh, I don't think it works in two D. I don't know if this movie would work in 2D. <laughs> well, if like, it would be as, or if it would have been as exciting an experience, I think I might have been much more detached and just watching it as a canvas unfold, and I would not have been as engaged. Well, I, you have summed up my my feelings about it particularly. Um, <clears throat> so perhaps that's the case, and maybe I should try and find it in uh, in 3D uh, at, now, at some if, point. If only the the human story could have been as compelling well <clears throat> as the visuals were conveyed i sort of i mean even without the extra d involved it's still a, a spectacle and a spectacular looking movie yes and, and i thought that given um generally speaking my my feeling is that the more spectacle there is in a movie often the less i care about anything that's happening to right. any individual and so right. i will say that or that I feel like there's any real work being done in the writing in terms of developing character or in the acting even. Um, I don't feel like when I watch, you know, Avengers that there's a lot of really good writing and acting going on. There's a lot of good referencing other things going on that I don't actually right. know all about. But And there was some of that here. But <clears throat> I would say that this is much closer to... Um, having spectacle and content that, uh, and a story that then in some of these other cases, uh, some of these other big action, particularly superhero movies. Yes. And well, I I'll would, have to take your word for that because I, I've not really, I've not seen any of the Avengers or the Thors or the Iron Man's. I kind of <laughs> stay clear of that stuff. Right. Well, you stepped in it now cause this, uh, <laughs> this is directly related to those, but, um, even like, and, um, and, and, and we'll get back to that. And even some, Gar Guardians, to say that. yeah, absolutely. Even Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, is one of my favorite of those. It has a lot of the visual spectacle to it, but I actually am rooting for and care about that ragtag group of characters. The, do with Guardians? I, of the I do. I, I do personally. Yeah, I find, I find um, the, the the little raccoon gets you. Well, in small doses. But uh, it's more about, I can't believe I've forgotten his name, the, the actor, the main guy there. Um, Chris, I want to say, but I know that's not right. Is that Chris Pratt? No. Yes, Chris Pratt. Thank you. Chris, Chris Pratt. Okay. Chris Pratt. So I think Chris Pratt is in it is charming as hell. I like uh, Zoe Saldana well enough. Uh, I don't care one way or the other about Groot, but there's not a lot of it going on there. But there's enough there uh, that ooh. Groot, the big tree type character oh. voiced by uh, Vin Diesel. Oh, Okay. And then Bradley Cooper's, um, I don't hear the Bradley Cooper in that raccoon for a second. I mean, he's, mm. he's doing something with his voice. I, I just thought it was uh, Bruce Willis the whole time. Not the whole time, but you know what I mean. So, because it, it was such a New York thing. Anyway, uh, so I like that. That's uh, of the sort of the universe of those kind of movies that I like. That's the one I like more than the others. Um, although I do like the first Iron Man. But um and this was sort of in that zone. I, I kind of appreciated the sense of humor, but I didn't feel it was as um, deftly delivered as the comedy in that exists in the uh, Guardians movie. There was oh. some comedy here, but 
I don't really think that Cumberbatch think works, is the actually. guy, you know, Tilda Swinton is no. as funny as she can be, Tilda Swinton. She was kind of holding back a little bit here in her comedy, and she was just sort of playing it a little bit more straight. Well, I got to tell you, now yeah. I'm surprised <laughs> that because I didn't, I didn't really register any of what, I didn't register anything she was doing as attempting to be funny. Oh, no, I was mocking it completely. I what? just now I was completely mocking the idea of it. No, she is uh, not funny. Oh. There's not a moment for me where she's funny. She's not funny in okay, this. Okay, yeah. No, but I, I mean, but I don't think there's a moment where she was supposed to be funny. No, I don't. Th I don't know what the fuck she was doing there. Honestly, I uh, I don't care about the source material. I'm not like one of those where they go, oh, they changed it and that ruined it. Yeah, right. But now he's gay. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Dumbledore is gay now. I'm like, there's no way she wrote all those books, all those Harry Potter books, and they made all those Harry Potter movies, and Dumbledore was gay secretly during all of that. She decided after the fact that he was gay because she wanted to get her name in the paper. Um, trick everybody into, into, into being Dumbledore fans. I, you know, well, I got to confess, I've not seen any of the Harry Potters, so I don't know what this Dumbledore thing is you're talking about. Well, my wife was, was uh, at Warner Brothers during that time, and I had young kids, so we saw all of them. But he's the old, he's basically the Gandalf, tottering around oh, with the okay. beard, and he's in charge of the school, and I'm, I'm Dumbledore, and you do what I say, and whatever. And it was, okay. it, you know, fantastic actors were playing him, fantastic British actors were playing him, but I don't believe that anywhere along the line there was any kind of subtext or anything going on. Right, right, right. Uh, it, it, basically, the point being, he can be gay and it has nothing to do with the story, and so his his gayness doesn't matter to any of those eight stories. His his sexuality is irrelevant. But um, you know, with as is uh, as is the ancient ones. <laughs> yes, that's there's that too. But I do. Um, I thought that was an odd way to go. Was to was to go with a bald woman. And it might have worked with a different actress, but I would not have wanted to not see Tilda Swinton in this. But for some reason, I kept thinking the whole time, she kept reminding me of the aliens from Th Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, my and God. I just thought that's... the next time someone makes one of those, one of these visitation movies with, like, the classic slender body, no body hair, big black eyes, I'm like, Tilda's got work. Yeah, that is a genius statement that you just made. Uh She's Which certainly, I'm not saying disparagingly. I, I still love her whole... She certainly seemed otherworldly, which is, I suppose, appropriate given the story. But um, it's a, in, the, in the source material, it's a, it's a monk. It's a man. It's a, you know... <clears throat> and apparently... I think he's a Tibetan monk. I'm not sure. But apparently the idea was not a necessarily a creative one, but a financial one based on the fact that they think this movie will play overseas to a certain type of audience that won't want to see the Tibetan monk in that role. So they change it. I, I'm convinced that that's why Hong Kong was chosen as one of the three... Right. The three targets. Yes, yes. And so, but... But I've seen the, the writer, director, or whomever. I guess it's just, yeah, Scott Derrickson was both uh, director mm -hmm. and one of the writers say, well, she was the only one for the role and she was perfect for the role. And I argue that just about yeah. anybody, anybody could have done it, shave their head and put them in the robe and, you know, say things enigmatically. Uh, I didn't really feel like, listen, I'm not a big fan of hers anyway. 
just in general. Do you uh. have a, do you have a movie of hers you love? Because I've hated so many of them recently, particularly that uh, that Snow Crusher, Snow Piercer thing that came out last year, two years ago. I had oh, was she in that? Such hate for that. I believe yes, Snow Piercer. I can't believe you sat through that. I read, the, I, I read the the thing and I saw the trailer and I was just like, I was. I got sucked in by serious. the hype. No, I got sucked in by the hype, and everyone was going, "Oh, it's this amazing, it was it's hype? revolutionary, it's amazing." And I was like, "All right, well, I'll go check it out." It was yeah, fucking see, see, because awful. I don't live in LA. I don't get sucked into all that <laughs> pre-release <laughs> no, 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 no. hype anymore. It was on you the know? internet, and it was on EW or whatever it was. I got, I got. Oh my god! But I, I love Moonrise Kingdom, but I don't really love her. Uh, I'm a got a soft spot for Nar- soft spot soft spot for narnia she played the you know the villain the villain queen the villain witch the white witch in uh lion the witch in the wardrobe and uh the voyage of the dawn treader so i've seen her in a bunch of different things tell me what you like her from because i'm sure it's something small that escaped me <laughs> you know it. Let's go back to let's let's flash back to the early nineties. Okay. Um, within a very <laughs> short period of time, I saw her in a uh, in a double feature by Derek Jarman, uh, Edward the Second, and Caravaggio. And in Caravaggio, she plays a simple waif handmaiden, and in um, in Edward the Second, she's quasi the queen okay completely opposite personalities and she did them both stunningly and then within a very short period of time of having seen her in those two movies i saw her in orlando and that's when i fell in love oh okay and since then she's yeah even when she pops up in something goofy like the beach i'm like "Ah, (laughs) it's her okay all right, I will. So that's my. So to me, when she's now starting to do all this uh, more mainstream stuff, I'm just sort of like, eh, all right, she's you know she put in her time and now she's you know getting the easy money right in front of okay. a blue screen. And it's so funny because she's entitled. I I am more open now in my life to things that are offbeat and out of the mainstream and and in a corner somewhere. I'm I'm more drawn to those things than I was then. And at that time I had the exact opposite feeling you do, which is back in those times, Orlando's, Orlando's a good example. I don't have time for people who are going to be quirky and weird. Let me get to something that's interesting that I can, that I can plug into and escape in so on and so forth. I don't want to think, I don't want to know. All I think of when I think of Orlando is all those people in the, uh, in the, in the West or the East village who are walking around with rings in their nose and the big things in their ears. And so, you know, all of that sort of, uh, I'm different. I'm special. I'm, I'm, Everyone's so busy being uh, rejecting the norm that they're they're part of this other circus that they've all joined, and I'm like, just fucking get a haircut, get a job, act like a person, stop that. And so I put Orlando into that category of uh, <laughs> looking at me like I'm nuts. So I then just sort of dismissed her from wow. the beginning. Um, wow. Well, okay. Well, there you have it. <laughs> so I was an old man then. There you have, I, it. There you have it. So. Uh, so now when I see her in things, I go, yeah, okay. I go, wow. But uh, so do you, but you're not seeing her as selling out. You're seeing her as, oh, she deserves, she's earned the right to do these, uh, to do these things. 
No more than I would say Robert De Niro's sold out or Robert Downey Jr. Uh, okay. I don't think I would put either of the two. I understand what you're saying about those two actors, that they had a certain level of credibility and artistic um, truth that they were after in their work that they did 20 years ago and less so now. But I don't think... Right. But but given the twenty years ago, they were they weren't as avant garde as she was to begin with, nor was she as well known as they were ever. So I understand the comparison, but I don't think it's quite as pure. Mm-hmm. Um, because, well, wait, whatever. are you saying because because they didn't come from the same background as her? Uh, no, I'm saying that she was never she never achieved the same heights of fame and attention for the artistic nature of her early work. on, early like on, they like they did. Um, and so, because uh. she she was listen, she's not going to suddenly get her being in this doesn't mean she's going to get a, a a flood of offers to be in in uh, mainstream movies or you know it's not like she's now part of the. I mean, Snowpiercer is still Snowpiercer. Well, Wes, Wes Anderson is not making it. Wes Anderson is still fringe respectable. If you ever thought we were going to be spending this much time talking about Tilda Swinton, of all people, during the Doctor Strange show. Okay, well, I know. Let's, let's, uh, let's you reset. You would have won that bet, my friend. <laughs> let's reset a little bit. Um, um, I'll do all love to Tilda Swinton. Well, and... not, well no, no, no. I mean, I understand. Well, I don't know. I understand what you're saying. Okay. Um, I'm. Hmm. I, I I don't even. Oh, my head's exploding. All right. Let's no, get what? Back no, what? Business. Then? What? Um, no. Uh, well, okay. What would you say about a Helen Mirren? Helen Mirren selling a... out because she does something like red or whatever the hell that thing was. You're just going to think I'm being a dick. So I will respond to you and then we need to move on. My response is I also don't think like she's a very good example because I don't feel like Helen Mirren ever went into things for the quirkiness of them. Helen Mirren was did, did a, did a uh, procedural I, I TV cocktail. I don't think okay. you're familiar with her work from the 70s and 80s. Oh, okay. Well, if, if that's the bar that they did work in the 70s and 80s that nobody paid any attention to, but was artistic and well thought of, then yes, they are comparable. But I don't see Helen Mirren as, as, as selling out. No, I, I, and I'm not even saying that. that selling out. But I'm not saying that. No, no, no. Out. I did not say that. I said, do you consider her oh, to have sold out okay. since you have a bar for her that's higher than mine? My bar is down here, so she can't have sold out because I think of her as being down here. That's why I've been pursuing this, because that didn't make sense to me. I didn't say she sold out. No, you didn't. I asked you if you thought that given the earlier, more um, honest and truth-seeking I, nature I of her work. Mean, in none of this was, yeah, I judging, okay. was I judging you about it. I just wondered, um, are you happy to see her in a, in a role like this, given um, the depth of respect that you have because for I think you her could, earlier work? I, I will have to say that if you look at Robert De Niro's early career, the first 10 or 15 years of his career, he was choosing very edgy material, either independent productions, like Brian De Palma's first two movies, which no one's heard of, Hi Mom and Greetings, uh, Scorsese's 
earliest movies like Mean Streets. Um, he did a lot of work overseas with foreign directors that were definitely not commercial projects. Um, so it took a while before, before De Niro. That's all I'm saying is just okay. I look. Uh, I don't think anyone's look. I don't think anyone here is sold out. Everyone here that's is fine. beautiful. That's fine. And I wasn't judging you or any of them. If Robert De Niro needs to to make a, a balloon payment on, a, a, on an apartment in downtown uh, Manhattan, he's got to jump into, uh, uh, you know, look who's talking to a therapist now, you know, or whatever it is. He's got he's to go do a romantic comedy, The Intern, whatever it is. <clears throat> so it's fine. Is that a sequel to the Look Who's Talking series? I was, is that an installment? I was trying to, to merge, analyze this with Look Who's Talking, but it didn't work out very well. It was a... Epic fail, but Look who's uh, analyzing this? Yes, exactly. That's good. Benedict Cumberbatch. Have yes. you seen him before? Really in a role? I hadn't. Oh, I have. I mean, I have seen him on uh, in the Star Trek, the second Star Trek movie, which is oh right. Okay, into, yes, I did into see that. darkness. Yeah, 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 of course. yeah. We talked about yes. him a little bit there. I saw Imitation Game, um, which he was in. I'm not going to count the. Uh, the Hobbit movies where he did the voice of Smog. Uh, there's no need to get into that. But um, Parade's End, a miniseries, <clears throat> British miniseries called Parade's End, which I had trouble getting through. I saw. I must have seen him in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy because I saw that. I just don't remember him. It must have been a smaller part or before he was as well known to uh, those here. Parade's and on the radar. Yeah, and his and his Sherlock, you know. So I've seen a fair hmm. amount of him. I've seen a fair amount of him. And generally speaking, I like him a lot in Sherlock, uh, but he doesn't. Oh, and I just saw him on Saturday Night Live. He was fantastic. I yeah, loved I him. did too. Okay, I did too. I loved him in that. Yeah, that was one of the better um, episodes. Yeah, yeah. I agreed, agreed. So, and that kind of started to shift my feelings about him a little bit because I enjoyed him in that so much, but. Um, uh, he tends to leave me a little no, cold. Funny, that's how I felt too. Yeah, he tends to leave me a little cold. Mm -hmm. um, he's this sort of removed kind yeah. of a guy. And for Sherlock, that's totally part of it, and it works very well, and I accept it. But then when I start to see everything else, it's that kind of British, that British removed kind of a thing. Um, and I've seen a lot of British actors yeah. who can bring more than that. And I'm not seeing more than that from him necessarily. I think he was he's, he was perfect t to play Doctor Strange in terms of capturing. Well, certainly once he shaved into the mustache and was wearing the cape, I mean, yeah. it's like he stepped out of the comic book. Oh, that's cool. Um, that's cool. But just also in terms of temperament, because of how how self-inflated the character is and and sort of grandiose in his ego. Um, but yeah, um, as as you, to to your point, I felt that uh, during the, I, I didn't feel uh, that the moments that were supposed to show him him going to the human side just didn't uh, they didn't really cut it for me. I uh, to tell you the truth, I agree. I sort of felt about it the way I do when often when people are falling in love in a movie, and I just feel like I'm not getting any of that chemistry right. sitting here. They're just going through the motions right. of people who are falling in love. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I didn't, uh, I, I thought to that point. Yeah. 
I thought he did yeah I thought I thought he did a serviceable finish. job um, and I'm not going to run back to see a second installment with him in it just because it's this story or whatever. I'm really trying to get out of the superhero business. I'm really trying to, as a viewer. <laughs> I wish <laughs> I wish you were not alone. No, and I understand. One of the reasons that we're doing this, the two of us might not have been inclined to see this if we didn't want to no. talk about it here because we know that people are talking about this movie. It's got a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got an 80% on IMDb. Or an 8%, well, whatever. Well, to tell you the truth... Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know about you. I know that I, I mean, I saw it basically so we could do this this show. Yeah. But I'm glad I did, and am seriously debating whether to see it again with my wife. Wow, I love because that. Because as I told her, I'm like, it's a like the good the good parts are like a ride. Like, yes. I like. I want you to have fun on this ride. I'm so happy. You know? I'm so even happy to hear stuff, that. It's just like, eh, you know, and it, it wasn't even. That the rest of it, that the 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 non that 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 the human stuff was all that bad, but it definitely wasn't. It definitely wasn't fleshed out as well as it could be. Um, I didn't like the beat with the uh, with the other doctor when yeah. he when he when he when he gave him the scalpel. I was like, no, 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 no. When you insisted on her doing it the first time, yeah, that meant something. Yeah, that was bigger than doing this now. And the guy didn't deserve it when right. you gave it to him, right? Because. He was wrong the first time. So it's not like you're coming around and giving him a chance. It's like you were correct. He's done nothing to show you anything's changed. Anyway. No, I understand what you're saying. Movie, I understand what you're it, saying, but it, it, it doesn't it help. Like it doesn't, stuck in my craw. It doesn't help them with their development because his doing that no. should be – that guy should always have been a decent guy. And that way it would have made uh, that other doctor – was basically an okay, you know, guy. And so uh, uh, Strange looking down on him would have been an indication of what an a asshole Strange is. And that if he then starts to make a, a gesture towards the guy that's one of, uh, yeah. you know, you'll follow what I'm saying, it would then read as character development. Mm-hmm. But if the other doctor's a dick, it right. doesn't it's, help. It's like, it's like you once famously told me. Oh, no. Yeah, like he has to be wrong in order for that scene to work. Okay, and he's not. It doesn't work the way they think it does. All right. Later on, you'll have to uh, tell me what the context was because uh, I don't remember that. Although oh, I, I could tell you now. Okay, okay, then do. It was uh, it was Kingpin. Kingpin. So over the movie Kingpin. Do you mean the comedy? There's a joke in that movie where. Uh, okay. Kingpin, yeah, with Woody Harrelson. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I wanted to make sure. Yeah, 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 no, 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 no. yeah, yeah, no. There's that scene at the beginning where he's like... Woody Harrelson, yeah, yeah. His landlord's giving him a hard time about the rent, and and, and they they, they play the scene off like she's crazy, and you were like, no. If If he's three months late with the rent, if he's behind three months in his rent, she's right. For that scene to work, she's got to be wrong. Okay. Because... The joke's not on her. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Anyway. Um, no, I was, um, I was afraid it was a scene we had yeah, written. Yeah, Benedict. Go on. I was saying I was afraid it was a scene no, 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 we had. Scene? I was afraid it was a scene we had written together as a, that you were going to pull out uh, no. something from the. Oh, that's funny. Yes. That's funny. Oh, yes. no, no, no. We, no, that would, that would definitely be an off-air moment. <laughs> that's no, what no, I was no, no, afraid no. of. Okay. Um, yeah. No, 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 no. Um, 
So Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah, I, I, this is SNL was well Star Trek SNL, and that's the only times I've seen him. And I was always kind of resistant to seeing anything of his just because of his name. I'd ran before I ever laid eyes on the man. Yes, and I just thought I'm like Benedict Cumberbatch. Why on earth would you saddle a child with that name? <laughs> and then the first time I saw him, yes, the the very first time I saw him, and I knew that that's who it was. I swear to you, the first thought that came to my head was, of course you are. You would be a child who grew up Benedict Cumberbatch. That is you? funny. Uh, well, yes. Uh... So anyway, I, I can't get past the name, so I'm just calling him Ben Cum from now on. That's, that's oh, the shorthand for that's Benedict Cumberbatch. funny and a little disgusting, but I'm with you. Ben Cum. Uh, I'm thinking, no, sorry, C-U-M-B. <laughs> Oh, come. All right. I was aware Thank of that. You. All right. Wimby. Gotcha. Gotcha. It wasn't. And come. Uh... <laughs> and come. Yes. <clears throat> He's served his purpose. Um, and you know what? We could talk about uh, some B-batch. of the. batch I could call him that. <laughs> That's better. B-batch. I'm on with that. B-batch. All I'm right. on with B-batch. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. That's very good. <laughs> um, uh, so. There are some smaller, you know, supporting characters here, people, actors who we like and that we've known and other things like Rachel McAdams. I think she's super charming. I like her a lot, but we don't uh, need to yeah. get sidetracked. She does a serviceable job of a part that I hope they told her was going to be better in a subsequent uh, episode uh, or installment because she just basically, I mean, I think. Yeah, I don't know. She might she might end up going the way of like Kirsten Dunst in the Spider-Man movies. Like in the next one, she's going to be have a much bigger role, but then they're going to kill her character off or something. I, I believe that that character she was playing in the in the mythos of the Doctor Strange world mm-hmm. is um, like the night nurse, or she's some you know she's something uh, that has her own sort of flavor. So maybe they're going to be expanding on her in that way. I don't know. What I will tell you in reading about this after I saw it. Uh, just the one one piece of trivia that I found interesting was, and this is going to mean nothing to you, but it might be listening, might mean something to the people who are listening, is that she was the original choice for a character in another in another Marvel universe, and at that time, another thing, and she was like, I'm not interested in being involved. And then that blew up all crazy, and she said, well, maybe I could be involved in one of these. So they've come back to her. Well, I don't know. I, I'd be willing to bet that she was not necessarily interested in doing like all the scar joe suspended on type wire on it, tight wires in front of blue screen type it stuff. wasn't that which is like well if i'm just going to be like the girlfriend then yeah okay i could do this it was the part of pepper potts in the original iron man which is played by gwyneth paltrow and she's the assistant to robert downey jr's right. business um Ego, not ego, business identity. Uh, persona. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. She's the, she's the assistant to Tony Stark. And she's been in all three movies, and as the movies went on, she became more and more involved. Now, here's the thing. I really don't... Here we go again. I really don't like Gwyneth Paltrow. I like her more than I say, like, Tilda Swinton, but no, I don't. Um, I love her to pieces in Ripley. In, no. my, in my Ripley movie. Can't get enough of her. Um... Your the, Ripley movie? The talented Mr. Ripley? Yes, I know. Yes. Okay, so I love her in that. I basically, and I re- vaguely remember her in Shakespeare in Love. But generally, I have no use for Gwyneth Paltrow, especially now. She's less and less interesting to me as as, as the days. As time has gone on. Time yeah. goes by. Um, 
But having said that, I think that she, Gwyneth, did a better Pepper Potts than I can imagine Rachel McAdams being. I can't, I can't wrap hmm. my head around Rachel McAdams playing that part. And I feel like she was much better suited for what she did here. Um, well, it's been, what, 10 years? She hasn't really, unfortunately, she's not worked as much as she should have. Absolutely not. Uh, I mean, we're and, talking. And yes, yeah, she was. I mean, yes, yeah, she was a little wasted here. I thought uh, yes. she didn't. There wasn't. I mean, she she conveyed everything well. Yeah. But there she, there was not a a signature moment that she brought an extra something to. Except Mel, there was one smile she gave him in the beginning that I was. <laughs> that got to you. Pattern. Yeah, Again, yeah. No, was. she's. I mean, I I really like her in the in the Sherlock Holmes movies. I like her with Robert Downey Jr. I mean, that's where she paired with him very nicely, instead hmm. of instead of the other ones. So, I look forward to seeing her more. I look forward to seeing more of uh, she would tell Edgy for in a variety of things, uh, possibly his, even his, a sequel. You know, his his presence for me was was odd. Yes. I mean. To me, this I was just like, oh man, et tu, Brute? You're gonna you're gonna get into these superhero <laughs> franchise movies now too, right? Oh, he's the one who sold out. Uh, Quite possibly. No, come on, yeah. come on, come on. You know, to tell you the truth, half the time for some reason. Yeah. Well, okay. The the the, the costumes that they were wearing in multi-universe school where <laughs> after a while kind of got to me. Yeah. I was very glad when Rachel Lamag Adams had that line. I'm like, what are you wearing? Right. <laughs> That's all I can think of. It's just like, how is this, how is that clothing Helping conducive to moving around? To anything but, you're doing. Um, yeah. Half the time when they cut over to Edgeo uh, 4, I was, I was expecting it to be Tim Meadows. <laughs> No, it's true. It's just, I would have loved it if just once. Oh my god! It was. Yeah, well. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, you know, that I feel like the pacing of his uh, tutelage let, was starting to sag a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you felt that way or not, but I just kept scratching my head, going, "What is he doing here?" As I did with many of the other actors who are in it, other than making money. What is he doing here? I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I meant um, that the scenes of uh, Doctor of Strange's tutelage, I felt oh. the pace was off. Not specific to that actor. No, 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 no. Okay, you were sort of shifting gears. Um, yeah, and, and they weren't necessarily a lot of fun for me. You know, sometimes that stuff is when they're learning to use their powers, like Spider-Man figuring out how who he is and what he can do. Is fun, and I didn't necessarily feel like this was fun the way it should you be. Know, it's funny you bring that up because that's one of the things about the first movie with Tobey Maguire that really uh, <laughs> I, I, I really noticed was I don't know if you remember, but uh, he, he's like trying out the web thing. Yeah, and the first couple of times it just right it just out and i'm like oh my god it's like ejaculation yes. it's like he's become like, yes. I was just like does anyone else realize this or is it just me yeah no it was uh maybe cumberbatch should have been in that one <laughs> become. Ben, become there you go right. actually i'll tell you what it can be b batch or it can be become i'll take become too but i think b batch is funnier 
Oh, okay, but I think it'll be B batch too. Okay, but yeah, because when I hear B, when I hear B com, I think it's like like A list, B list, A com, B com. I, I, I was thinking it sounded like a rapper. Um, oh, that's funny. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> so well done. Thank you. Well played, sir. All right, so it would be G com. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and so I'm just going to skip. I think we should just time for purposes of time, skip over Mads Mickelson and the crazy makeup on his eyes. Could have done. Yeah. I didn't like the makeup on his eyes. Could have done a lot better with him. Now I will say this as far as, uh, if we're trying to. Yeah. Approach something like an ending. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I take issue with something that they do in this movie. I didn't realize, because I don't see the other comic book movies. Right. So I didn't realize that he's already referenced, like he's already, they've already dropped references to his character in the Avengers movies. Right. So we're going through this movie and at some point, very early on, like when he's first talking to Wong, Benedict Wong. Yes, yes. The character and the actor. um, (laughs) Wong makes a reference like, well, you know how the Avengers do this? We do this. Right, right. Now, later, when he's in the hospital with her and she sees the astral projection and things are flying around the room, but she can't yes. see what's making them happen. Yes. Okay. I have a problem with her being completely surprised by what's going on. Because if you've established for me that this is a universe in which superheroes exist and that kind of shit happens. Yes. Then as soon as something like that happens to, and an ordinary person is there... Right. In New York, I believe. To, in New York, I believe. Yes. Where it then, all happened in the other there movies. There has to be a default of, oh my God, this is one of those crazy super villain hero things. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I, the, those were false reactions. Like the, the, that, was, that kind of tainted that scene a little bit. It was a false moment you know what she was actually very good in those things she was like no 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 and she was you know she i she was legit believably urgent right she was she was grounding the um the reality of his body being on a gurney in a room yes and life the life or death part of that while we were enjoying the fantasy of them banging each other around a room a uh shoot i do also as long as we're sort of nitpicking I sort of do feel like we're not used to these. I'm not sure if it's a positive or negative. I have two things and then I can pretty much be done. This is this idea that, that <laughs> this big action movie ends with basically an idea uh, rather than an action, which is I'm going to be in a time loop and keep doing the same thing over and over until I wear you down in some way. And then we, we work out some sort of, sort of negotiation that the audience isn't even going to hear. Right. But that everything will be fine. I'm like, that's not a climax, guys. I mean, I'm, I'm glad for you that that's the way you went with it, but that's completely weird. Um, no, I liked it. I liked that little Groundhog Day loop. I wish that I actually wish it had gone on a little bit longer. Okay. I wanted it to become funny. Right. I didn't dislike it when it was happening, but I, I kept thinking, and then there'll be an explosion. You know, it's like, I'm like, where's the big thing at the end? But, you know, but, yeah. but to me, but uh, what was. See now I, I can't remember which came first, if it was that scene or the 
reconstructed apocalypse in reverse well that's sequence. that's what i was going to get to next i think because the, that was like the visceral climax of the movie and that was fantastic i and, thought and i have to give credit where it's due to my wife who who turned to me and said this time they're not destroying a city they're putting it back together because all those movies of the big uh, the big uh, hue and cry is right. the, all the damage that's done now and, and since they're actually dealing with time and not just uh, uh, re re reconstructing the buildings they're also saving the lives of all those millions of people who were would have been killed or harmed or devastated in one way or another yep. by the yeah, collapse yeah, yeah. of their city and so that made me go well that's a very interesting idea not and that's when I went I wish I'd seen that in 3D because that was probably yeah. fun to look yeah, at. Yeah, no, there they were definitely moments in that sequence that were uh, quite powerful. Yes. That I would sit, that I would put in the category of that would not have been as powerful. Right. To well, I, I know we don't usually recommend movies because people who've come to hear this have probably already seen the movie. But let's just say, to assuming everyone has seen the movie who listens to us, if, if you, you haven't saw seen it, it in three D, if you haven't go. seen it in three D, go. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, did, were there any trailers you wanted to mention? I was late arriving at the theater. I saw yet another Rogue One trailer. I closed my eyes. That was one. I saw the new Triple X trailer. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Um, yeah, and it's off the rails. <laughs> off the rails. Okay. I saw a Guardians of the Galaxy 2 trailer. Oh, I think I saw a little piece of that somewhere too. Which I almost liked until the part until the raccoon. <laughs> Did you see the I, first I, movie? I felt like I No, of course not. Okay. I felt like I could almost be on board with the whole with the concept of that of that thing if it yes. wasn't for the raccoon. And the little plant appearing on his shoulder didn't, didn't tweak you at all? Not sure I noticed that. At the very end of the scene, onto his shoulder comes Groot, who was a oh, full-grown... Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, full-grown tree in the first yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. but now he's a, he's a twig. A, a, uh, you know what do they call that when you take a, a sample of a... A seedling. A seedling or whatever, a yeah. Sprout. <laughs> a sprout. Um, um, okay, no. Well, you know, that's the thing is I'm, I'm trying to imagine, okay, this is... That we're at the point where there's this, you know, there are these crazy spaceships and creatures and weapons and technology and whatnot. And there's still this just empirically pure raccoon. I don't know. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> well, it does talk. I know. And I know. It walks so up, right? What do you want? Just like, huh? What are you doing? That's, I, I don't know. Believe. It's weird for me. It's weird. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Um, all uh, right. So the trailer for Life. Oh, I want to see that. Do you want to see that? Oh, no, you don't. Well, I'll tell you, I spent the first half of the trailer thinking, oh, this must be that alien prequel they've been talking about. Oh, okay. And then I realized it wasn't, and then I was put off by the title. Oh, okay. Uh, I got a I got a son who wants to see it, so I'm going to see it anyway. And I thought it might be compare and contrast with a rival, possibly. But I don't know enough about life. I just know the word life, and I think I saw an actor, and I went, "Oh, I like that actor," and that's it. Yeah, I I, I I'll probably end up seeing it. Okay. But I can't say that I'm. 
I, I, I would find it difficult for them to win me over on the title. Okay. I, I think I think going into it, you already know the double <laughs> the, the, yes. the, the, the double right. meaning. It's kind of like so, naming your kid Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> right away, there's a strike. <laughs> strike against him. All right. You know what? Stuck with the word with the name Cumberbatch. Why settle for John? Right. Exactly. Go all the way. Or Patrick. Um, so, on behalf of myself and uh, my colleague, and not to mention uh, our uh, our third colleague in absentia, B Batch, we'd like to thank you for listening to our podcast tonight, and to wish you all a happy and harmonious future as we move forward as a country. And uh, <laughs> and Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving. Coming. Yes. Although there's not much to be thankful for, as you've just pointed out. Okay, I'm going to hang we'll on. We'll do gonna, our best. Hold on, I'm going to start over. We'll all do our I'm best. I'm going to start over. I may keep all of this, but start over anyway. Listen, folks, we really do appreciate you uh, t- tuning in and turning on. And we can tell that there are more of you out there than ever before. And we love to have the newcomers spread the word. For now and until next time, the doctors are out.